1: great to be back with you folks. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast, being part of our crowd and, uh, uh, being here with us on for wounded spirits and, uh, just, just being part of what we do every day. You encourage us every day. I, I pray. I know Stephanie prays that God would encourage you through listening to this, being part of the study of the book of Proverbs. And, you know, with me as always, my friend, Stephanie Wesco. she's out there in Indiana. And what's it like out there in Indiana this morning, Stephanie?
2: Well, the sun is shining. Um, it's beautiful. Now. Still on the cold side. It's 34. So, um still a little chilly, but the sun is shining. So, we're very thankful for that.
1: Yeah. So, we woke up on this end with just pouring rain. So, I didn't get my walk in this morning. So, if I seem a little more wound up than usual, it's about not getting my walk in. Drinking that venti anyway. So, I don't know. So, I'm a little bit wound up. And I'm glad the sun's shining out there in Indiana. It's supposed to... So we have the weird weather out here. You know, we, we go between winter, summer, fake spring, real spring, uh, pollen spring, you know, all kinds of things happen here with the weather over the next couple months. And boy, I'll tell you, we got some rain. It was just pouring all night when it rains so hard, it wakes you up, you know, you're getting some rain, but, uh. Anyway, we're cruising along here and we have this particular portion of the podcast where we were having, you might be a knucklehead, Stephanie. And then we got right with God on this side and we want to do the right, not that anything was wrong with, you might be a knucklehead. We may just go back to it, but, uh, we want to talk about you may be right with God if, and this morning is Stephanie's turn. So Stephanie, knowing that you may be right with God, if. Well,
2: Doug, you might be right with God. If you, um, try to train your children to be givers, um, to, you know, that you instill in them a desire to make a difference in somebody else's life. Um, and that you instill on them that principle, that it is more blessed to give than to receive and then live that out in your own life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Giving is a big part of life, I think. And, and God honors that. It's more blessed to give than it is to receive. Yeah, that's great. And then, so what would you say or do, uh, to help folks who are hurting, uh, on the inside of that segment.
2: Well, I would be, be, um, be a giver with them, be someone who is willing to invest in them. Um, who isn't just, you know, you're not all about you, that you're willing to take of your time and your energy to make a difference in their life.
1: Do it. You know, and in this last week, I was able to send some books out to people. Stephanie's books. I've sent Stephanie's books out to a few people this week. uh, A couple CDs and uh, those types of gifts. My son, uh, thank God he followed our example, had a beautiful Android phone. It was a year old. We sent it out to somebody we know it would be a blessing to out there by Stephanie somewhere. Uh, One of the great ladies that we know out in that neck of the woods. And just give. Just give. I know Stephanie gives every single day. And and her little girl's a giver. Her kid's are givers. I'll tell you, if, if it it was up to Emmy. I you know, I think she would give something to everybody in the entire world. If we if Emmy had an endless flow of cash, she just looks at things and buys it for people. So she she's definitely picked up and Stephanie's kids are definitely givers and um boy it's a good thing to give. What a great example. What a great challenge, I think, for all of us. And, you know, pick up somebody something today. You know, maybe even just uh, uh, you're running over there at work, you're running over to the coffee pot, fill up somebody's coffee cup. I don't know. Just do something like that. Giving is great. And uh, as God said, you know, it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. And I've found that in my life. I know Stephanie's found that to be true over and over again. In the midst of coming back from Cameroon, in the the midst of all the craziness they've been through, uh, Stephanie's always been a giver. And she's always been somebody who's in good gifts. I mean, yesterday I was wearing one of the shirts she gave me. She gave me this army shirt that real men don't wear capes. They wear combat boots. And the boots she had looked just like my last pair that I wore while I was in the army. So I honor that shirt. So it was warm enough here, Stephanie, not to rub it in. But it was warm enough to wear that T-shirt the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Be happy. Yeah, I hope yours warms up pretty soon so you guys can be out and about in just a shirt on. But you probably are. You're used to the colder weather a little better than I am. I
2: have on a, well, I don't have on a short sleeve shirt, but yeah, I'm not wearing a
1: jacket. <laughs> so that's big news for Stephanie because the church that she, her church. Is, it's
2: 50. Is,
1: yeah, no. yeah. They, <laughs> they set a temperature. But and it's that, okay. It's cold I, I, there, yeah.
2: Honestly, I grew up in cold, like um, just, my dad the income was low so we kept the heat down and so I actually unless I'm not you know if I'm feeling completely like crud I don't like it cold but I I I do better if it's on the chillier side um from the aspect when I'm working because when it gets too warm I just want to like I like the warm better, but I want to just sleep. So.
1: You know, we, we grew up that way, and I'll tell you, I held that theory for many years, but now I'm at a place in life where I just like 68, 70 degrees, you know. If it's that's 60, how, yeah, that's yeah, what I like.
2: That's how a couple of my kids are, but, um, and yeah, yeah like I said at night I like it there, but during the day it helps me stay a little more awake if it's, uh, so I honestly do not mind the cold at all. And it's not even cold because the sun is shining, coming in the window on me so I
1: feel it makes you feel good yeah yeah and it does you know aesthetics really help things and uh and definitely having the window open and sun shining in is a great blessing and uh so we've been cruising along Stephanie we've been in the book of Proverbs and again we're talking in chapter 14 talks about wisdom and folly and and uh things of that nature and and boy talking about you know that we should be on the wise side the prudent side that uh we should want to be more godlike that we should follow this we we ended our our last podcast yesterday uh with a song. We're going to try to do that again today if time prevails. We, we're we just putting our songs out there. As you're listening to these podcasts, we're deep into camp at Southland Christian Camp. So make sure you say a little prayer for us. We always love going to camp and we always enjoy God's blessings down there at Southland Christian Camp. We always enjoy God's blessings wherever we go to camp. And uh, it's always an honor to do that. Maybe in the future you guys can sign up and be with us. So we're a week out from that. So we're actually recording this the week before. But we're in Proverbs 14, Stephanie. We're on verse number 21, so we're on verse number 21 this morning, he that despiseth his neighbor sinneth, but he that have mercy on the poor, happy is he. So it's talking about our neighbor and uh, if you despise your neighbor, boy, the Bible is filled uh, you know where you hate somebody where uh, that's a sin. God God does not appreciate that. God does not accept that. And uh and, and then it goes on and it, and it goes with this Hebrew parallelism, but he that mercy on the poor, happy is he. He's talking about not despising the neighbor, and if they are poor or whoever's poor, to have mercy on them to care for the poor. We talked about yesterday that Stephanie's raising a given family. She's a giver, right down to her smallest uh, child, her not really small anymore, her youngest child, who's just a giver who who just makes a difference. So knowing all that, it's pretty cool to have that. So Stephanie, when you're looking at this verse in a whole and you're talking about, you know, despising your neighbor and you're talking about having mercy, I mean, what are you thinking about when you're thinking of verse 21?
2: Well, um, I don't know if you remember, um, from our last podcast, but verse 20 where we had ended last week, um, I think these two kind of go together because, um, verse 20 had talked about the four being hated. Of his own neighbor. In other words, just like despised, rejected, worthless to his neighbor. And so then God gives us this very, um, another set of facts. It says, but he that despiseth his neighbor, and that goes along with what, what beginning of verse 20 had said, he sins. Mm. And what I see here is, and and, you know, this is exactly what Jesus said. would get so angry and a righteous indignation with the Pharisees um, over he would this very subject because the Pharisees despised the poor they looked down their noses at them they viewed them as um, you know the the poor worthless beggars along the road or the common you know the common people who could never attain their level of um sainthood or godhood. And the Pharisees were so proud. And that's I I think when I read this, that's what I think of because the Pharisees were guilty of this sin. And Jesus would get so angry with them um, over this and he would say, I have not come to call the righteous but sinners to repent. The Son of Man has come to seek and save that which was lost. He came to look for the poor and to show them that they had they had the most worth because they knew yeah they knew that they were at rock bottom sure and so the comfort of this is to see how much god cares because he made a point here to say if you if you despise the poor people if you look down your nose at them and i think a poor person is someone we love everyone, okay? We have compassion on the multitudes. But I think a poor person is someone who maybe works hard, but they just don't have very much. You know, they. It, they I think a poor person, this isn't referring to someone, and we love people who are lazy, okay? We don't hate anyone. Right. But, but this doesn't say lazy, and God uses the word lazy in other places in Proverbs. So I really believe this is talking about someone who is genuinely poor. Yeah. What's interesting to me is very often the poor people are the ones who would give someone else the shirt off their back.
1: I know. Yeah.
2: Having to point out that if you're despising a poor person, you're sinning. And then I love this. um, He says, but he that hath mercy on the poor, happy is he. In other words, when you give of yourself to help someone in need, it brings a joy to life that is overwhelming, that is beautiful, that is, it's like God fills you with this, this incredible sense of you just accomplished what I had you to do. You just fulfilled um, the calling that I put on you to bless this person, to make a difference in their life. And it brings a joy to life that um, it's real. I mean, it's, it's a wonderful thing. And so this is just this is just plain down to earth everyday life wisdom that god's giving us here
1: i agree and you know i i think the generous heart is a happy heart you know the generous heart is a happy heart i i've always felt that way those people who give well, you know i was raised in a family where we were poor but we were always feeding people and helping people and giving people and taking in people. I mean, at any given time, there was a ton of undocumented foster kids at our house. People would be dropped off. You know, they were uh, hardly any of them were ever in a system where there was financial assistance for them. They they were the people whose parents would say, get out of the house. And they were in the last year of high school. And I sat down with my brother one time, and I remember 11 people coming through our house in a three-year period. And where we just kept taking people. And word gets around that, hey, you know, uh, Uh, you know, Janine, my mom will take you, you know, there's a place for you. And there'd be another bed jammed in our bedroom somewhere or a mattress on the floor. I remember my cousin coming back from Vietnam and his mom was mad at him because he came back and had smoked some pot or something. She threw him out on the street. And I, I remember we had to make another bed in my bedroom. I, I had a couple cousins like that who came back from Vietnam. And then we had nine other people that came through our house and lived at our house for more than a year and people well into the community college or getting jobs and, and doing things like that. And I'm so happy that mom did that for people. And we would feed people and, and you know, we'd pull out that, whatever that piece of meat was, whatever that beast was on the table and would cut a piece for everybody at the table. And the smallest piece always went to mom. And, and, you know, it was shared out evenly. And then you had that rice or potatoes or whatever that noodles usually, um, which is probably why I love noodles today. And, but I mean, there was a, there was a a happy heart in my mother, you know, being generous, made her happy, taking people in made her happy. And uh, I'm so glad we got to do that as young people. And uh, I'll tell you, if we didn't travel, I'd probably do something like that. But you know, our jobs with Debbie and I and uh, Stephanie with her kids and her trying to raise her eight kids and travel, and console, it's real hard, but I'll tell you folks, there's, there's been a real movement. And I, you know, I missed this yesterday, but yesterday was woman's day. I think it's better to say Ladies' day. And so uh, in real life, so that would have been a week and a half ago. Well, you guys are listening to this a week and a couple of days ago, but I just want to say how thankful I am for ladies in my life, ladies in my heart, my wife, Debbie, Stephanie, uh, my mom was a heav- in heaven, my sisters, all those people in my life who made a difference. Uh, just wishing you all are pretty happy woman's day. And then, Stephanie, we move on to that next verse. Do they not err that device evil? But mercy and truth shall be to them that devise good. And and it's talking about, you know, right out of the way, it's talking about like devising evil. And uh, boy, there's a lot to look at and talk about in that verse that Uh, you know, when you devise something, you dig into it, you delve into it, you put things together, just pretty scary on that. And so you're looking at this verse as a whole and you get to that, that bottom part of that verse, Stephanie, but mercy and truth shall be to them that devise good. So what are you seeing when you're looking at the devising going on here? What are the two groups of people you're seeing? Well,
2: um, I think it's interesting that the, that word is used because I think devise means this takes effort. You're putting thought into this. Yeah. Um, You're, you're coming up with a strategy. Um, you're, this is something you, you, you've thought through for a while and it says it's, it's asking a rhetorical question here. You're erring. If you're, if you're sitting around devising evil, Erring means you're going astray. Yeah, It means you've gone off the path that God had for your life. And the opposite is true of someone who who thinks about good, who's planning good, who's executing a good thing that's honoring and glorifying to God. It says mercy and truth shall be to them. And this is a promise. And this is, you know, we can, we all know, okay. We all can have names and faces um, of people we know personally or people that are well-known who who are erring, okay, as they devise evil, we could focus on that all day long. Yeah. But it won't help us. But to focus on the fact that God has us here to devise good. And the only I think of that saying, for the only way for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. And the only way for um, those who are devising evil Um, to get back on the right path is for righteous people. And I don't mean righteous in the sense that there's anything good about us, but those that know God to be devising good. And it says mercy and truth, that beautiful hand in hand combination and understanding that God is a God of all truth. Okay. Mm. He is, he's, there is no variance of his truth. Um, It's, it's firm. It doesn't, um shift with um people's opinions or whatever. Um God's truth is unchanging, but so is his mercy. And yeah. we would be lost. If his mercy was not as strong as his truth. Yeah. We would be all it'd be better to be less than a worm if God we didn't have God's mercy. There it is. So that's God says, he'll give that to us. He'll, he'll shower what his mercy and truth are. He'll fill us with it if we are devising good. And I think that's where we need to focus because yeah. that's where we're supposed to
1: be walking. Amen. Amen. I And I agree. I think that everything Stephanie just covered here is perfect. And like she said, you know, that devising, I liked what she said. That means work. It means diligence and determination went into that. So once you want to put your diligence and determination and, and I looked up that word uh, devise and and found, uh, you know, a, a synoptic, a synonym being, you know, diligent. And that really scared me that there's people who are devising evil, but we need to be devising good. I like that. And then we're on 23, Stephanie. It says in all labor, Uh, there is profit, but the talk of the lips tendeth only to penury or little amount of money. So it's talking about in all labor, there's profit. So when you work, when you're doing stuff, there's profit to that. And, uh, but then it goes on and it gives you this idea and penury, you know, is a little bit of money, poverty, maybe, I don't know, uh, but not a lot. And uh, uh, so it's going to, you know, hard work is rewarded. We see that throughout the Bible, don't we? And, uh, but, but then it, it's, it's almost talking about, but it's saying, you know, our lips there. So when we're chattering, when we're making no sense, when we're spreading rumors, when we're not doing the right thing, it really equals poverty. It doesn't equal anything. So it's given us two options here. Stephanie, how do you see these two options?
2: Well, um, I love, I love how it says, um, in all labor there is profit. In other words, in all work, in all in all diligence, there is profit, there is there is gain, and obviously this is talking about in a positive you know positive good, whatever you you know positive work, positive, um, being diligent in your schoolwork, being diligent in the chores you're given to do, being diligent. Um, I have kids, so I always think in those terms, but you know whatever God's giving you to do on a specific day you're doing it as heartily as unto the lord and not unto men there's profit in that there's gain you're um, you're doing it if you're doing it in the power of the lord and his might you're laying up treasures in heaven you're making a difference you're encouraging there is always benefit to that and then we have the person who looks like they're busy and all they do is talk yeah and they're not doing yeah. Anything. Exactly. You know, it again we all know that person. But when when they come to the end of their day and they look back at their day, what do they have? What do they have to lay down at night and say, I accomplished whatever, this assignment. I was diligent in this realm and not that it's a pride thing, but that God gives us that sense of satisfaction, um, that sense that we were faithful, you know, that when we take um, inventory of our day at the end before we go to sleep, God found us faithful that day. Is if that's your desire, you'll probably end up talking less and and praying more. Yeah. You know, it does, sometimes I, I just was reading in a devotional and it and it was so powerful, but but that that, that time with God where we're we're talking with him, where we're interceding, where when God burdens us, that becomes our world to pray for whatever he's burdening us for those things. That's, that's the labor this is talking about. And so maybe it's time to be still, maybe it's time to um, stop talking more with our mouth in the sense of just wasting words. And if we're talking, we're talking to God we're we're laying up treasures in heaven in that sense of we're going before the throne of grace we're we're in his word claiming finding those promises to lay hold of and getting to know him more that's labor where there will be profit
1: there it is and perfect perfect and just remember what she said here folks just the rap is perfect here you know when you work it means something it's worth something your labor's of value So don't mess up. Don't be the type of person who's running around talking, spreading rumors, bad talk. Be the person who's out there working. It's okay to talk. Talk the things of God. Talk the things uh, of goodness and of your family and those. That's great. That's great. Folks, listen, we are honored again to have you come out and listen to us and be part of this podcast. We're looking forward to... um, when we can all get together again tomorrow. Take a, take time today and say a little prayer for us as this is playing for you. We're out at Southland Christian Camp in Ringgold, Louisiana. So uh, make sure you keep us in prayer this week. We always pray for you guys. We sure do love you. Please listen to every word Brother Eric has to say and uh, make sure you know for sure you're going to heaven because Jesus has made a plan that's perfect for you. Make sure you do that as soon as possible if you haven't already. May God bless you. Thank you.